I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we all know the Doctor is a hero. He's the guy who fights the monsters, he protects the weak and the oppressed, and has even saved the universe. However, when you've lived for over 2,000 years, you are going to have moments where you've done things that are less salubrious and sometimes downright wrong. The truth is, over his many lives and throughout his many adventures, the Doctor has not always been perfect, and there are occasions when he's done things that could be called terrible. From choices that have led to mass murder, or decisions that have calamitous consequences to his supposed friends, the Doctor doesn't always act in a way that society would expect a hero to do. Through heartlessness, manipulation, murder, and genocide, the Doctor's past is littered with acts that have questioned his morality. With that in mind, I'm Will for What Culture, and here are the the 10 worst things the Doctor has ever done. 10. Trying to kill a guy. From the very beginning, the Doctor had a decidedly nasty side. Delighting in bamboozling poor Ian Chesterton, the Doctor then went on to kidnap the hapless teachers of Coal Hill School and then get them all captured by homicidal cavemen. However, he outdid himself when the quartet escaped, but the others wouldn't leave a wounded caveman behind, insisting on making him a stretcher. The Doctor has other ideas, and finds a handy palm-sized rock and approaches the prone man. Now, Ian spies what he's doing and takes the rock from his hand, so we'll never know for sure if the Doctor would have gone through with bludgeoning an injured man's skull in just so he could save his own skin. We do know, however, that he was seriously contemplating it. Of course, the first Doctor would then go on to lie to the whole crew and get them captured by Daleks, which almost killed them all. Bad Doctor. Bad. 9. The Doctor's Hypocritical Deposing of Harriet Jones When introduced in Aliens of London slash World War 3, Harriet Jones is the tenacious MP who helps the Doctor defeat the Slitheen and ends up becoming Prime Minister as a result. Not too shabby. The Ninth Doctor talks of how she will usher in a new golden age for Britain. However, having helped set her on her way, the Tenth Doctor is responsible for her tragic fall from grace, in an act that smacks of hypocrisy. With the Doctor incapacitated by his recent regeneration, Harriet has to handle an invasion without his comforting assistance. On his return, the Doctor takes out the leader of the invaders with his fighting hand and a Satsuma, and declares he doesn't give second chances. At the story's end, Harriet calls on Torchwood to blow the 
the departing spaceship up. The Doctor does not like this, however, hasn't the Doctor destroyed countless races to save humanity in the past? What Harriet did wasn't a vindictive act, but one to protect Earth, especially as the Doctor had just proved that he couldn't always be there to do so. However, the new Doctor takes it upon himself to bring on her political demise with just six words. Don't you think she looks tired? in the process changing Britain's history and probably ending that golden age we were supposed to have for good. 8. Taking Adric out of eSpace It's true that Adric wasn't invited on board the TARDIS, but was a stowaway. However, the Doctor is still responsible for who he brings out of one universe and into another. The Doctor's actions inflicted Adric upon an unsuspecting universe, damning us all to see his space pajamas on a regular basis, and to have to put up with his petulance and inability to walk in a straight line convincingly. In a more serious vein, however, bringing Adric out of eSpace brought the lad nothing but pain and hardship, adrift from his own kind and alone among the TARDIS crew. As if that wasn't bad enough, the Doctor then managed to let him go and get killed. Nice. 7. Causing numerous disasters This may not always be the Time Lord's fault, but you can't deny the Doctor does have a recurring habit of helping cause some of the worst disasters in human history, resulting in the death of many of his so-called favorite species. With great power comes great responsibility and all that, so the Doctor really should be more careful. Under his watch, not only has he helped start the Great Fire of Rome, but he was also inadvertently responsible for the Great Fire of London too. More recently, he became part of the Web of Time when he helped blow up the volcano that consumed Pompeii, he was quick-thinking enough to save the actor who would play him further down the line. And you know what? While we're at it, let's spare a thought for the dinosaurs. If the Doctor and Adric hadn't meddled in Earthshock, I could have had a pet Triceratops instead of my parents' stupid, chunky cat. 6. Manipulating various companions Although the Doctor is quick to call his travelling companions his best friends, the Doctor hasn't always had a great track record when it comes to those who travel in the TARDIS. Let's take the lovely second Doctor for an example. While beneath that benevolent beetle mop, the second Doctor was much more manipulative and Machiavellian than people might remember. This was a Time Lord who sometimes had a different agenda to everyone else. Sure, he might have been forced to use Jamie to test the human factor in the evil of the Daleks, but he didn't have to enjoy it so much. This pales, however, next to the seventh Doctor's use of Ace. Spotting her as a wolf of Fenric, the Doctor takes her on the TARDIS and effectively weaponizes her. While this can be seen as for the greater good, his manipulation of a highly vulnerable teenager can also be seen as irresponsible at the least. He then goes on to force Ace to deal with her most traumatic issues and fears, from a haunted house to meeting her mother as a baby, incidents that could easily have broken many a young girl. We don't actually know what happened to Ace, she's killed in the comics, a Dalek killer in the books, and Time Lord in the audiobooks, but she probably needed a lifetime of counselling. 5. Cold-bloodedly killing Solomon In Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, we are supposed to dislike Trader Solomon intensely, but there's a difference between the villain getting his just desserts and the Doctor actively killing him when he didn't have to. This is the same Doctor that has always held back from taking revenge. Just witness how he controls himself when his daughter Jenny is shot. The Doctor feels anger and grief, but he doesn't let that turn him into someone who kills for revenge. However, this is exactly what he does in this episode. Not only does he ensure that Solomon will be killed, but he also hangs around long enough to watch the traitor know his death is near. Yes, the Doctor has come close before, like when he watched Cassandra explode impassively, however, there is a difference between letting villains perish by their own machinations and actively making sure that one dies. At that point, you're more executioner than Doctor. 4. Destroying Scarrow 
Some might point to the Doctor not destroying the Daleks when he had the chance in Genesis of the Daleks as evidence of the Doctor's weakness. Had he killed the Daleks at the moment of their creation, he would have spared the universe untold pain, death, and destruction. However, the role of the hero is not to dish out retributive justice. That's the role of a vigilante, not a hero. This changed midway through the Seventh Doctor's reign, however, when the little god became much more Old Testament than new. Full of secret schemes and hidden agendas, this darker Seventh Doctor no longer wandered, but developed an aggressive foreign policy. Yes, the Daleks were evil, but tricking Davros into using a Time Lord WMD which destroys the Dalek home planet is also evil. Worse, Scarrow isn't only home to the Daleks, it's home to the Thals, those lovely blonde pacifists. But they also get to all die too, because, you know, why genocide one race when you can do two at once, right? 3. His Treatment of the Family of Blood One of the Tenant Era's greatest tales is the two-part human nature slash the family of blood. Here, for some inexplicable reason, the Tenth Doctor decides the best way to avoid a race who are after his slim Time Lord bod is to go through a convoluted and painful process of turning himself human and then hiding out in a school. He could just run away, I mean, he has a time machine, but, you know, why not? Well, I'll tell you why not, because the Doctor's actions result in the death of many, and in poor Joan being heartbroken. And then he dishes out some pretty vindictive punishments on the family. Now, that's not to say the family don't deserve it, seeing as they are thoroughly nasty, but it's not the hero's job to punish, and certainly not to torture. How long must the father be chained up? And what about the daughter being trapped in a reflection in a mirror? Stuck there for eternity, fully conscious, sounds like just about the worst possible thing you could do to anyone. No second chances, indeed. 2. Strangling Perry Yes, in this instance, it can be argued that the Sixth Doctor was not in full control of his faculties, but even under the influence of a post-regeneration trauma, attempting to kill your companion is a big no-no. As other stories, such as Amy's Choice show, the Doctor has a very dark side underneath all the jokes and heroism. In his sixth incarnation, he came closer to many of those traits being nearer the surface. If trying to murder his friend wasn't bad enough, his reaction is less about her being well and more about him, with the sixth Doctor deciding to condemn them both to a life of solitude. Though he never tried to murder Perry again, he did continue to browbeat and belittle her for much of their subsequent association in a highly abusive way. It's, uh... It's not a good look for you, Doctor. Don't do it again. 1. Making Clara Choose Of course, until the moth retconned it in The Day of the Doctor, the Doctor's destruction of his home planet Gallifrey would have been the worst act he committed by far, one that it took the Doctor a long time to recover from. However, with Moffat waving the magic wand, the greatest stain on the Doctor's character has been removed. However, the Capaldi regeneration under Moffat's hand has turned out to be one of the toughest, non-compromising incarnations ever. He was also way too tough on poor Clara Oswald, with perhaps the worst example of this being the time he forced her to have to choose whether to kill the moon in the episode Kill the Moon. It's bad enough that the Doctor has abandoned Clara and an astronaut, but he's also left a schoolgirl there too. That says nothing of the pressure he leaves on their shoulders, with their choice having disastrous potential consequences for the Earth and its future. The Doctor wasn't letting her choose, he was aloofly dodging his own responsibility. He's the Time Lord, he's the guy with 2,000 years of experience. Doctor, this one really should be on you. However, on this occasion, the Doctor is put firmly in his place, with the belittling of the human race proving too much for Clara, who first threatens him by saying, Tell me what you knew, Doctor, I'll smack you so hard you regenerate. 
before tearily demanding him to go a long way away, leaving the Doctor once again alone in his TARDIS. Confused and possibly regretful, this is one of the few times the Doctor actually gets some comeuppance for doing pretty shady things. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.